Hi, this is Steve Bose, and you are listening to HR Market Watch, covering the emerging HR technology space with a focus on innovative new technology companies and solutions with host George LaRock on the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network. This episode on the HR Happy Hour Network is made possible by WorkHuman, helping businesses energize cultures, drive performance, and unite workforces by creating human moments that matter. Visit www.workhuman.com. Remember to subscribe to HR Market Watch and all the HR Happy Hour Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. From WorkTech, this is George LaRock, and you're listening to HR Market Watch. back for another HR Market Watch. George LaRock here. Hey, it's a new year, 2021. We've got a new look and feel on the website. We've got a new website, <laughs> oneworktech.com. And, uh, but that's not about us today. It's about Greenhouse. You probably saw the news this month that Greenhouse brought in a $500 million investment. It was a really interesting deal. And we've got the CEO and co-founder, Daniel Chait, to talk about the deal and what it means for Greenhouse, what it means for the employees, the customers, the marketplace. And Daniel's always a pleasure to talk to. Um, He's a force for good in the industry. And I'm really pleased to share my conversation with him, with all of you. So we talk about a few big things. One, of course, we talk about the deal itself. Um, again, what it means to greenhouse the customers, employees, and the market. But we talk about the mechanics of the deal. There were two funds involved, the TPG Growth Fund and the TPG Rise Fund. And while the Growth Fund, that's sort of what you, we're used to hearing, right? Com- uh, a fund that looks for... Uh, successful, high-growth companies that are um, trajecting, you have a good trajectory, moving in the right direction. But the RISE Fund, I think, is a conversation you'll find really insightful when it comes to the founders at Greenhouse, the company, the culture. Um, RISE is a social impact fund, and the companies in their portfolio are held accountable uh, where their success needs to cause social good in the world, in the market. And in the case of Greenhouse, that is about fair and equitable hiring. And you'll hear Daniel talk about what they've accomplished so far on that journey and what they're planning to work on and where they're headed. You'll, you'll get a real sense for, you know, not just who Daniel is and what the founders are all about, but what the company's all about, what what the greenhouse culture's about. I, I really enjoyed that part of the conversation. Another thing we talk a lot about, we look at 2020, a, a, such a challenging year for everyone. Greenhouse is no exception. We talk about how Daniel and the company approached the pandemic and the challenges that came as a part of it. Uh, we talked about some of the decisions, the tough decisions they had to make. But then we talk about the successes that they've seen. I mean, the, the success that they saw through this pandemic as they managed through it spoke a lot to them as a business, to them as leaders, to their teams, to their, again, to their culture, um, and a lot 
of that had to do with what brought in, uh, what peaked a, a fund like TPG's interest, I'm sure. So that's another interesting bit. And the third thing I'll throw out there that you'll want to hear about is we talk about a little bit about the future. Where's Greenhouse going? You know, what does this mean for Greenhouse in the future? What's going to happen in the market? Uh, or what kind of market segments are they going after? Where's their product going? Um, it's a really interesting conversation. I found it interesting. I hope Hope you enjoy it. And without uh, further ado, uh, let's start the interview. Okay, welcome, Daniel Chake from Greenhouse. This is a this is a big day for Greenhouse, a big day in the industry. Uh, I'm so glad we found some time to connect. Welcome. Yeah, likewise. Looking forward to talking to you, George. Great to see you again. Yeah, it's always good to catch up, and uh, but it's very rare that we have you know one of the one of the probably three biggest deals I've ever seen in the uh, in the industry to talk about with someone. So uh, this is a, a unique occasion. Uh, most people that pay attention to this kind of news may have already seen that there was a, a $500 million uh, investment in Greenhouse uh, with TPG growth. And that's what we're here to talk about. Um, and let, let's just get right into it. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really, I always like to growth ask. And, sorry to interrupt, but growth and rise. Don't forget that. Growth and rise. Okay. Rise right. is uh, also their, their social impact fund. Great okay. part of the story. We got to get to that part too. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, where I'd like to start is why the deal and why now? And it sounds like that might be a part of it. Yeah, it's a big part of it. I think, um, I mean, as far as why now, um, you know, look, 2020 was obviously a really, challenging year for you know, most of us in many respects and, and greenhouse is, is no different you know, we started in 2012 and for the entire history of our of our company until now we've always experienced you know tremendous uh positive market environment low unemployment you know low interest rate uh high growth and we always were anticipating that look you know we're building a durable business for a long you know long period of time at some point, you're going to experience other conditions. What's greenhouse going to be like when things aren't so rosy was always on my mind. And keep in mind, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. So I've been through the dot-com crash, 9-11, you know, the Great Recession, 2008, 2009. So you know these things are coming. You just never know when. Right. And I guess, George, what I would say is that, you know, 2020, you know, was was for us as well challenging and for, for many of our customers, but also you know, showed us that the business was very resilient. We grew a reasonable amount in 2020, despite the recession. And so for a company that exists to serve the needs of organizations that are hiring, it gave me a lot of confidence in the sort of durability and, and stability of the business um, coming off a year that was so challenging for, for so many to know that even in those conditions, we were still able to grow. And, and, and so that's kind of a little bit of the why now is, you know, we've got, we've got big ambitions and we've got a lot of stuff that we want to go do. Yeah. And I think the timing was really nice because we feel like coming out of 2020, entering into a period, you know, where a lot of that uncertainty is behind us, you know, having the right resources and partner to do all the things that we want to do next felt like a really opportune moment. Yeah. It was a challenging year. And I, I, I don't know if everybody can appreciate, um, you know, one of the things that I said early on when, uh, all the craziness started early last year is that we're going to find out um, who's 
uh, well managed. We're going to find out uh, who not not only uh, which products fit into the categories that still have growth, but we're overall we're going to see you know uh, who's been who, who's fiscally managing their business responsibly, responsibly, and I remember talking to you at the beginning of all of this and. You very transparently made some changes in your business. You had a reduction in force. You, you were very open about it, um, and your and and then moving through this, you grew. So I I, I think there's yeah. a, uh, you know, it's it's not just a story about uh, the the growth, but about how you position the business. And you were always there's a word that I rarely use with, uh, I use it with, I've only used it with a few tech vendors and it's thoughtful. Uh, and you, you've always, Greenhouse has all from, you know, I, I met you in 2013. It was in a co-working space. Yep. Um, and when I met your co-founder, John Strauss, I had to go like climb up these dark stairs to a, yes, it ended up being a very well, well-lit room, <laughs> but it was an interesting traveling up to that. Anyhow, yeah. it's what I remember. And, yep. um, but even at that time, very thoughtful, very deliberate about um, not just growth, but the right growth, the right customers, not just hiring, you know, people to scale, but the right people and doing the right things. And that set you up to uh, and, and brought you into that period. And I, I think the market is good. It's good to share that story um, because it's a it's a roadmap. It's a it's a roadmap. Um yeah, look, I think I think you know it needs to be said. I think we've been very fortunate, and you know I don't sure. discount that at all. I think there's a huge role in any entrepreneurial story that luck and, and, and good fortune play, and I think we've really benefited in a lot of ways. You know, so I feel extremely lucky, first of all. Um, but to your point, you know, we've always um, we've always been very careful about how we run the business, and we've always had a very long term perspective. Yeah. And so. You know, there's this famous saying that, you know, when the tide goes out, you find out who's been, who's been swimming naked. Um, like and that. we've yeah. been, you know, swimming around and, you know, whatever else. Um, but I think in, in, in moments of, in moments of challenges where you have the opportunity to really separate yourself. And so I feel like, you know, our long-term perspective pays, pays off in those moments. Um, and it feels good to be on the other side of it. Having said that, I don't want to make it sound Rosie, I mean, you mentioned this, but, you know, we, we had to lay off like a hundred people last year and, and those people lost their jobs and it stinks. And, right. you know, you can't help but feel some amount of culpability for that, despite that obviously no one can predict that this pandemic was coming and the effects it would have, you know, that just, that's just going to stick with you for, for a really long time. Um, but to your point, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you know, I feel like I have a responsibility to the business, to our customers, uh, you know, to keep, to keep, to make sure that we're here for them and, and to make sure that we're, we're doing the things that we need to do. So, yeah, that's, that's what you see playing out in times like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, I'm curious what T, uh, TPG brings to the table and it sounds like mm. uh, there's a, a good story around the rise uh, fund and, uh, and the alignment with your, with you culturally and, and so forth. Yeah. So Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really neat, George, you know, um, TPG has a number of different funds that each you know do different things. The two uh, vehicles that are that are working with us, I think, really tell the story. So on the one hand, you have TPG Growth, and TPG Growth is their growth investment platform. They invest in what they see as 
well-run, high potential, you know, successful growing middle and later stage companies who need access to capital, access to resources, you know, and operational capabilities to do the things that companies at that scale want to be doing, whether it's further expansion, whether it's global capabilities and so on. And so on that side, you know, TPG growth really uh, mirrors very nicely the needs and, and opportunities for, for a software company at our kind of size and, and, and shape. Uh, I think the real special piece of it is the other side as well, which is TPG Rise. And with Rise, which is their social impact uh, fund, you know, Rise looks to make investments in companies where the success of the business itself generates some kind of positive social good. And so they've invested in all kinds of businesses that generate social good. Uh, for us, the idea is that by helping companies get better at hiring, clearly that's a benefit to our customer, the buyers of our of our products and services who compete for talent and, and, and do these things. But the social good generated off of that in terms of a more equitable approach to hiring provides fairer career opportunities for millions and millions of people. Yeah. And the scale of that and the ability to focus and quantify that to me is just literally one of the most gratifying um, and and exciting opportunities that I've that I've that I've had in, in, my, in my career. Um, the fact that Rise is holding us accountable is investing in greenhouse on the basis, in part, of our ability to measurably, to demonstrably help companies do a fairer job at hiring. Like, how could I possibly pass that opportunity? Yeah, yeah. Well, back to that uh, deliberate part. The um... I see a lot of products and I see a lot of initiatives around fair hiring. Um, and I, I really like uh, what you've done in the greenhouse platform um, with, uh, you know, it, it wasn't an app. It wasn't, you know, a few features. It was an investment in uh, some things that systemically change your process uh, and require, require change, not just with the, with the tech, with your inclusion product. And I think it's, um, I can see the alignment there. And I think that's uh, that's the part that when you say that about Rise, that I see that I see that alignment. I think the market, um, hopefully this announcement calls attention to some of that because I know it's, most of the market is still looking at like the silver bullet, like, you know, how do we blind a resume or, uh, and I'm not a diversity and inclusion expert, but I, I, I but I know some <laughs> and, and they yeah. tell me that there's more to this. And, uh, yeah. and when I look at your approach, it seems to be the type of, of approach that they're talking about. Um, I think so. And George, look, we're still learning as well. I mean, it's part of what, you know, we're, we're still trying to invest and, 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 and build. What, what we think are solutions to these problems because they are sticky and there is no there is no silver bullet. And so we wanna know that we've got a partner who's also you know committed um, to seeing that through and they're not gonna lose interest when sales aren't you know through the roof about inclusion and we don't have like the magic bullet or whatever. It's yeah. like, no, we've got a long journey. We've got a, a really global problem that we're tackling and it's gonna take that perspective to, to, yeah. to tackle it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I it's, it's, you know, there are, I track a lot of investment and in order to do that, I have to sift through like all, like everything. Cause it, it's not. I don't not, know how you do it by the way. It's, that's, it's, it's uh, 
Right. You know, that, that's when we're back uh, in like when we can sit down and have that that drink that you like. That's like a, it's 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 not an old fashioned. It's a, what what's not a gimlet. The, boule- the Boulevardier. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. That's the one. We'll have one of those. And I'll tell you because it's it's nice. uh, it's a labor of love. But uh, but I see a lot of announcements of funds that are that have that focus. It's good to see one moving into our space. Um, Agreed. And that you're you're bringing it here. Uh, so, I know time is tight. Uh, let's talk about uh, the constituencies that will be and and the factors that'll be impacted here. And the first one that most people don't touch on that much, but I, I like to ask about the employees. So, mm. what does this mean for the the company, the employees, the culture? You know, in inside. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things to say. One is, you know, as part of this investment, we're going to have the opportunity for our, you know, some of our employees who hold shares in the company to cash out. And so, you know, as a founder, who, you know, day in and day out, I come, you know, I come, well, I say come into work. I don't come into work anymore, but I log into work, let's <laughs> say, um, and just experience the dedication and hard work and sacrifice of so many hundreds of people over so many years in pursuit of something I think is important. And to have the opportunity to see those people be able to get a financial reward out of it is really special. It doesn't happen that often in startups. Um, and you know, there was definitely a moment, George, where you know, John and I were like late stage into this deal and we started like reviewing the spreadsheet of you know, who's gonna get, get paid. And you see all those some early stage investors and things like that that'll get to take some of their chips off the table and they're professional investors. I really you know, have responsibility to them. I feel great that they're able to do that. But then you see employees who've been here for a while and you know, put in their time and came to Greenhouse in some cases when there was, it was not at all the obvious thing to do and there was a lot of uncertainty, you know, work their tails off. And for them to get this kind of reward, I think is really, is really, is really a special piece of it. You know, I think the other piece of it is you know, people are at Greenhouse because they believe in what we do and they want to, they want to make change in the world in the ways that we're doing it. And so to, to have the opportunity to partner with TPG in this way through the rise fund, I think is, is really warmly received by, by our employees and, and, the, and the chance to know that, you know, there's businesses that like do good things in the world. There's like, you know, Ben and Jerry's or whatever, right? right? Ben and Jerry sells a lot of ice cream. And then like over here, they, donate to social causes. And that's great. And, you know, good for them. But the fact that what we're trying to do is, is now aligned fully through the executive leadership and the boardroom and the investor base, this is, this is real stuff. And I think, you know, people at the company feel really good about the fact that, you know, it's not going to be seen as a distraction. It's not going to be seen as a check the box exercise or a nice to have, but that there's real dedication for us to continue investing in inclusion. So, yeah, I think it's neat. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's uh, I've met a lot of them over the years, and uh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so what about your customers? What 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 should they be expecting? Well, I mean, I think you know, the first is of course like we're not going anywhere. <laughs> so you know, the customers that rely on us, they can continue to rely on us. Um, I think people have come to see us as very differentiated over the years in terms of our commitment to structured hiring in terms of our commitment to helping customers move up the hiring maturity curve and develop a capability within their own organizations to become great at hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, for diversity and inclusion to build fairer approaches to hiring and to provide more data-driven and kind of objective approaches 
and all of those are going to be continuing and improving under this under this new relationship. And so I think it's uh, a plus one to all of the things that that make greenhouse greenhouse, as it were. And you know, we say that our mission is to help every company become great at hiring, and you know, we have several thousand customers. But our mission isn't to make several thousand companies great at hiring, right? So we're going to still be out there doing what we can to earn the business of those next set of customers, whether they're around the world, whether they're different types of businesses than we serve today. You know, we're looking over the long term to continue to just be able to expand and really tackle as much of this problem as we can get our arms around. Yeah. Um, and from what I from what I've read and from the conversations uh, I had with your team earlier today. It doesn't sound like, to your point, you're not going anywhere. There aren't any significant changes to leadership as a as a part of this that would make a make you wonder if there was a change in uh, direction outside of you know normal strategy or or right. growth. Okay, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important for everyone to understand as well. And uh, so the deal actually closes later this half of the year, right? So. Um, so questions about, you know, what are you going to do on product or specifically, you know, you know, what forks in the road in the market are you going to veer left or right? It's a little premature for that. We can we can come back and and talk in the spring about about those things. Uh, but is there is there anything that as you pursued this deal uh, beyond the, the high level that you shared? Is there something about the product or about about your direction in the market that you were, that, that this deal will empower and enable Greenhouse to do? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you have the general picture. It's like we just signed and, you know, the, the deal will close, you know, in, in, in a little bit. And so now become, you know, I mean, there's a lot of work to get into like this. Right, right. Um, but, you know, now the, now the real work gets to start, which is like, okay, you know, let's build, yeah. you know, the details out. Let's kind of start fleshing it out you know, underneath. So that all is the fun stuff and that's all just getting off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's good that you think that's fun because there's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So. I mean, that's why you do it. Yeah. Right, it, right. You know, these deals and things, I get it. They're flashy, they're newsworthy, they're important. I get it. Um, but I think there's, um, there's a risk where like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs get a little caught up in that hype and there's a whole tech press built around kind of hyping it up even more. And um, you have to make sure not to mistake the tools for the job and the capital and all these things like those are tools, but you know, we're, we're still focused on the job. Right. Right. That's true. And I, I, you, again, thoughtful, deliberate, but also after that last round, I just happened to be in your office the day <laughs> that it, it, it was, it wasn't planned. And I think you had a room with like some fake money stacked up to help help hype up the the employees didn't you so there is there is a, it is newsworthy it is <laughs> okay i want to be clear that's a fair accusation i'm not going to dodge it but to be clear that was the office of our of our cfo okay. Okay. and it was given to him as a bit of a joke right 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 um, no it was fun it was, like, and it was fake he stacks was, yeah. he like keeps the pile of money you know safe so there's like a fake pile of money in, right in, in right. Pets, you know, we can edit pets, that out so. if you want we can edit no 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 that's no it's, okay. it's, it's 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 a valid it's a valid accusation it's Frankly, frankly, George, it's the type of deep investigative journalism that you know. <laughs> right. And so 
Right. You know, you, you, you would be true right. to yourself if you weren't if you weren't publishing at least some juicy expose <laughs> here. So here you go. Or you've got right. your scoop. <laughs> Very good. Maybe we should end scene. Well, no, I do have I have two questions for you uh, left, and um, uh, one to come back to. Well, no, I'm going to stay on this deal, the deal aspect. Yeah. So, um, you know, I it's it's great to have uh you know met greenhouse and watched you take this ride and i know you're still on it um this is a this is a big moment but if you could go back and uh, you could tell one thing to uh daniel and john in 2013 just Mm. one thing Mm. then i I know other founders would love to hear this what's the one thing you would you would tell you would you would tell the two of you Diversify early. Hmm. I mean, that's just one of the things that, you know, as you grow and as you, as you hire, it just becomes harder and harder to undo the mistakes of the past, right? Cause you accrue this team and you build this culture and you've got so many people and the numbers are what they are. And so, you know, the next hundred people I'm going to hire are going to make up such a smaller percentage of the company than like the first 10, you know? And so, you have this kind of compounding effect. And I just think if you can get on that earlier, the benefits of that of that more diverse team and talent start to accrue from day one instead of from day wherever you are when you when you get around to it. Yeah. Um, and it it becomes a way less, it's it's kind of something that you can't you have trouble getting out from under later on. It's much easier to do when you're when you're smaller. So that'd be my number one piece of advice. My number two would be buy Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. I, I I like that that was your answer though. Uh, the the first one, the first answer. Uh, it's uh, um, yeah. I mean, you've seen. It sounds like it's coming from someone who's seen the benefits. I mean, we've got decades of research about how important that is and uh, how much better it is for everything from just uh, you know being better human beings to the bottom line and. Um, sounds like you've lived that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, look, we have, I mean, just to give you like one example, I mean, people hear this thing, oh, diverse teams do, you know, do better work. It's, it's a little abstract. Yeah. I just like to kind of like ground it in, in a little bit of a real story. Um, so we released this feature last year called candidate pronunciation. And basically the idea is, you know, a lot of people have had the experience. If you are, um, if you have a name that isn't as familiar to most of the people that are going to be interviewing with you or assessing you for a job, when those people can't pronounce your name. Mm-hmm. And it's a little subtle, but it really does disadvantage you from, from, from do, being your best self, from having a fair shot at the interview. And it hurts the company because obviously if they put you on the back foot, they're not able to see your best work. And so we released this feature, it's very simple. It allows an applicant to uh, record their own pronunciation of their own name. And then when the interviewers show up on a call or in a meeting, they can see that and they can play the recording and they can just hear you say your own name. Yeah. So they know how to address you, make you feel comfortable, just enhance a sense of belonging, put you at ease. It's a very simple thing. Um, but it's frankly, George, not a kind of issue that I face, right? My name is Dan. Like right. everyone I ever meet can usually pronounce my name. Um, but the fact that we had built a pretty diverse team within our product organization enabled them to see that opportunity and build a feature that helps our customers that helps our candidate, that helps our customers' candidates, that helps the the, the world, um, and and is a good is a good thing for our business. Helps sets us apart. It's a unique thing. 
Um, that's a tangible example of how, you know, that, that old thing you hear of, you know, diversity is really a, a competitive strategy. That's what it means on, on a day-to-day -day basis that actually plays out. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think starting off on the right foot there is, is, is a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What, one last question for you, and this is take things back to uh, the year that we've had, um, because we, we've had a few conversations about the way even we talked about it today, about the way you navigated this year. What, what do you think the biggest learning was? Maybe you've touched on it already, but the biggest learning for you and for the business this, this past year? Boy, um, you know, we've always said that we want to focus on, you know, the people that make up the organization, that, you know, one of our core values, and we only have three, is belonging. Um, and obviously, as a company that does what we do, that's focused on, on, on hiring, like, clearly, you know, we believe that that talent and, high, and, and people are really central to, to, to business. That became so much, that came into so much sharper focus this year um, because, you know, people don't have the ability to like put on their work facade and go to work. Mm -hmm. You know, we see each other in our bedrooms. We see our kids and our pets wandering around. And, you know, I, we have all the normal stuff that we all have in our lives becomes part of our, our, our work lives. And, um, and as we see our colleagues struggle with work-life balance, um, or with illness, uh, or with financial stress, um, you know, the fact that our team was able to really stand up and support each other, you know, and give each other the space for self-care and, you know, help shoulder the load for each other without judgment, um, you know, or without, without creating, you know, conflicts, um, but just really pulling together as a team, like was incredibly edifying. And to me, really, again, just a great example of where, when times are tough, that's really where you find out what you're made of. And I'm just super impressed with our team and with their ability to stick up for each other, uh, no matter what came. That's great. That's great. Well, congratulations again. Uh, it was, that was, uh, I, I could ask so many more questions and just chat for a while, but I know time is short for you and thanks for getting on this so quickly. Uh, I really you. appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, it's big news and, uh, people, people like to hear, you know, straight from, uh, straight from the CEO. So this, this is great. I think, um, if I remember Karen mentioned, you've got, you're doing an open this year, uh, Absolutely. Vir virtually. Okay. So virtually. people should look out yes. for that. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, really excited because, you know, doing it online gives us, you know, it's a new challenge, which frankly is always fun. <laughs> um, but it also gives us the opportunity to like, you know, throw a different kind of event, right? Yeah. When, when you don't have to be constrained by the four walls. And so we're really trying to think creatively about what are the possibilities that that opens up. And so I think it'll be really neat. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know where to find you, it's greenhouse.io. And yes, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll put that in the notes. But thanks again. Thanks, George. Always great. All right. Best of luck. Once again, thank you to Daniel Chait for joining me on HR Market Watch. Uh, congratulations to Daniel and Jonathan Strauss, the co-founders at Greenhouse, and congrats to everyone at Greenhouse. Such a such a cool thing, such a great deal. I want to thank you for giving me some of your time on HR Market Watch. Catch all of the HR Tech Global VC happenings at oneworktech.com or hrwins.com. They'll both get you there. Until next time, I'm George Laurel.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.